you are on the moon. Uh, and unfortunately, the first thing this creature did was grab Team Astronomy. It oh no turns and runs to the hole and squeezes through the the hole that Harold saw. Does it drop its people? no? No. And the hole that it was in, Harold, the dim light, as if eclipsed by two sliding pieces of, of panel, the, the light you see is cut off. And now we continue. think we're about to leave initiative order unless you do something that I think keeps us in it. Yeah, um, I'll respond. Um, I'm not sure, but we can't let that thing take everybody. And uh, I'm going to... I'm going to move my movement 30 feet towards that hole. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can see that you've moved closer to it, um, that there appears to be... uh, two pieces of the same metal that um, the pillars are made of yeah. have closed uh, and you can see there's a very small little window um, that you can see through. And you can see there's a little, there's light in whatever chamber is behind these doors. Mm-hmm. And you can also see that this creature is in that chamber still. Yeah. Um, would... Would Orion have, like, would Orion be able to move in? Into the chamber? Mm-hmm. I think we have established that Orion is solid. Yeah, like, so a, Orion, like, while a spirit has some amount of, like, corporeal. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think he could um, ghost his way through the doors. So that the, the, so there are, like, the, the creature went through doors. Yeah, so it. And now the, they've closed. They're, now they've closed. Right. Um, do I see any writing on the doors? Uh, yes, but it's not anything you recognise. Okay. Bearing in mind, I do know Celestial. Yes. Okay. I've, I've got your character sheet here. I know what you can read. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, I'll use my action to do uh, an investigation then. Uh, looking okay. for mechanisms that would open the door. Uh, yeah, give me a investigation roll. Uh, not very good for. No, the it's the the metal stone, whatever this this material is, is uh, completely smooth. You cannot see any mechanism, uh, especially with a four. Yeah. Uh, I I think we're still in initiative order. So potential. Uh. On seeing Harold go across to see to look at something and knowing where the creature went, he would walk over to that area carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So you would uh, you'd move to a point where you can see past the pillar to where Harold is, so you can see that he's looking at some kind of. Um, well, I was going to say I'd use my full movement to move towards oh, okay. Harold for multiple. Yeah, yeah then you reasons. can get to you so, can get to Harold yeah. then. Um, and then, given that she's seeing something she doesn't understand and hasn't seen, like she hadn't seen it before, this sliding thing in the ground is it? Does it perfectly meet, or does it? It's, is there it, a seam? Um, like, it is a very, very thin seam, but it looks like but it's, it's not. But it's visible. It's yes, not a, an invisible yeah. meat yeah, point. It, 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 like you can see a seam, but it's also very, very tightly closed. Yeah. In which case, she would like have a good look at that to again see if she could work out because she's seen this thing go down in this area. Yeah, and you can you can see it through the window. It yeah. is still in this chamber below. She would, like, seek to try and work out how to get that. Like, whether that thing is going to reopen itself, what, in so much as you can figure out how something works Mm -hmm. on the fly in six seconds, um, do that. Okay. Um, I think we'll move to to the creature's turn. And uh, you can see it moving around in this chamber. At one point, it's like... Its eyes look up through the window and it sees you, mm-hmm. uh, but it stays in the chamber. Meredith, Potentia, and Harold have moved over to investigate something. Yes, yeah, I'm going to. You don't want me to roll to look at st- look at anything. You uh, just I want me you, to sit there. I, I think you just sit there for this turn because you had to cool. move. No, over that's to fine. I just wanted to clarify. But yeah. well, it's yeah, it's safe. I can do that. In a minute, I think um, Meredith is going to wander over to join them. Um, and she's just kind of going to give the two of them a bit of a like cursory look and just make sure that they're both okay and then just kind of say, you guys are all right. Do you need help? How are we doing? Um, Harold looks like he's seen better days. Mm-hmm. Your your magic healing has definitely helped him, but he's, you, know, you, can, you can see he's looked better. Yeah, right. So I'm going to cast a... Um, Second level cure wounds, so she's just going to put her hand on his shoulder and start humming to herself a little bit as she um, just, like, tries to figure out where he's injured. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you get nine points of healing back. Nine. Okay. Harold, back to you. I I feel like we're approaching leaving initiative order again. Yeah. Okay. Um, Um... I'm going to get out my sword. The, the sword that just pinned you to the ground and that fired off yep. terrifying arcane energy. That one. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm going to touch it to the doors. Okay. And see if anything happens. Uh, you touch your sword to the door and apart from a uh, metal on metal ting. Yeah. No reaction. Okay. I'll probably sheath the sword again uh, if that doesn't do anything. I didn't see the creature do anything as it, like, went through the door. Like, it didn't make an action. It just, like... It just it just went through. The, the door was open. It went through. The door closed. Right. Um, I suppose I'll say there must be some kind of mechanism to open this door. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense that it would have no way to open. I, I, I suggest we try and find something. 
Well, we've been looking around this whole place for ages and I haven't found anything to open up the door. Uh, how? Okay, I think we're leaving initiative. Can I get everyone to roll a investigation as they look at this door, please? Yes. Ah, oh, man, three. <laughs> They're just like balancing out those natural 20s from earlier. <laughs> you're, probably, you're probably still shaken from the, the, the whopping your sword. Yeah, gave. right. Just not I really got a 22. Ooh, nice. 25. Okay. Oh, fine. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, uh, that plus six investigation for Potentia is like... It's pretty great. Womp. Mm. <laughs> so uh, examining the the door, you can't find any, like, latch or handle mm-hmm. or um, any seeming mechanism, but... Uh, Potentia and Meredith, you do find a very odd-looking keyhole. Right. Except it's not a hole. It is like a like a rectangular slit about mm. um, <laughs> one and a half to two inches wide. You oh, about sword width? <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, King Arthur. My God, Benjamin. <laughs> Anti-King Arthur. Oh. Hey, Harold. Yeah. Check this out. I have a feeling your sword may come in handy here. Do you want to give it a go? Yeah, so um, Harold will unsheath the sword and raise it above his head and go, duh, 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 duh. No, I'm <laughs> as, as he pulls the sword out, Ted is walking away from the sword because she doesn't yeah. like it at all. And, um, yeah, I'll I'll try and, like, place the sword in the, the slot. Uh, you get the sword about three inches into the slot mm. and then you, you can like it, it feels resistance yeah and nothing seems to happen um huh. interesting what's, what's the magic word that you have to say to get it to go all glowy oh. Meredith asks well um yes that that that's probably I mean I know badness happened last time but it's in a door? Yes. So it might be okay? Mm. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think we have much choice. We we really need, uh, I mean, we need to find the others, so. Yeah, we need to get the others out. Ugh. Have you tried turning it like a key? Um, I will try gently to, to, to twist it. Um, like if I uh, feel like it, if I feel enough resistance where I think something might like break, then I will stop. But I okay. will. I will try. Like yeah. you, you, you turn. You got to twist it, and you feel that resistance, and you, yeah, you'll mm-hmm. stop. Okay. okay. <sighs> All right. Here goes nothing, well, and I'll say um, skatadiaster, and uh, your flame ignites with that. Your sorry, your sword ignites with that white flame. Um. Uh, there's a spark mm-hmm. that like flicks out from this this lock. Uh, and the smell of uh, burning, mm. like um, like a it's it's not it's not a it's not a, a it's like a burnt metallic smell. Yeah. Uh, but nothing else seems to happen. Okay. Um. Hmm. Interesting. All right. I'll um. I'll say the I'll say the spell word again and sheath the sword. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe That's there's weird. something else around here that that could work. Maybe that we haven't found yet. Or, I mean, the only other objects I've seen are those round marbles. Perhaps. 
there is a light that like the the from the window that you can see with this creature yeah. there's a, a brighter light and the creature moves out of sight yeah and then that light uh fades mm-hmm. yeah. and you can like just barely harold um just barely like hear it moving away but we have to get in there all right let's have a look around okay so uh tell me um one at a time what your like what kind of thing you're looking for and where you're looking um i think meredith is probably going to go and trot back over to the the poor unfortunate soul in the ground Mm-hmm. And see if she can spot anything around in and around him, them. It's unsure. It's unclear. Um, in and around them, um, that looks like it'll fit in the keyhole. Okay. Uh, Potentia, what are you up to? Uh, she's going to keep looking for a way to get down, essentially, to try and get the others back. Okay. Um, and you're looking at this doorway still. And around, if there's anything that logically leads her away from it, then that would make sense. But given okay. she can still see the others at the moment through the, uh, like, because she can still see it, I assume she can still see it. No, no, them. you can't see it. it. It has moved out of sight. Okay, well, where they, where it went then. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, I will say, Meredith, with this, uh, this body that you're looking at, which you can mm-hmm. only currently see an, an arm. Yeah. Are you going to... Uh, to use the correct term, exhume it. Going to dig it oh, up. Oh, totally. Yeah, I think she's pretty desperate by now. She's like, "This is gross, but we have to get these people back." Okay. Uh, so you head over there to do that. Mm-hmm. So Meredith, um, you with your little halfling body grab Aww. onto this arm and pull it out from underneath all of this uh, rubble. This rubble. And a few things are immediately apparent. This creature, this humanoid, Mm -hmm. has been dead for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, It has uh, the term desiccated. It's it's dried out. Yeah. Um, But it's also not a race you're familiar with. Okay. It, It seems to have a like triceratops like crest and horns on its head like it it is oh. um, reptilian sort of like a, a lizard folk all right um you, like you can see features of this creature that are kind of like a lizard folk kind of like a dragonborn but it's it's not it's something different right uh they also appear to be not wearing a whole bunch um mm-hmm. they have uh, a simple cloth, like made of animal hide, ro- like a simple, simple like leather robe, um, and some uh, carved stone, like beads around their neck, uh, which look like to be the constellations. Okay, can I do a like medicine check or something to see if I can figure out how they died? Yes, you can do a medicine check. Yeah, yeah. She's very medical. 19. This is a very, very old body. So it's, it's, you're trying to work out, okay, what, what of this? Hmm. Okay. 
It looks like just severe blunt trauma. Okay. Like, but to the entire front of its chest, like its its entire Oof. front part of its body. Right. It looks like it's been hit by something. Mm. Um. And uh, give me a. Investigation roll as well. That's a one, but I'm going to roll that again because I'm lucky. Look Good at me remembering the rules. Halfling luck. Oh, that's a seven. Okay. <laughs> um, where it was positioned, uh, you could draw a line from where it's positioned to where Harold was standing to way, way off in the distance where this crater is. Okay. Interesting. Um, I'm going to take the constellation necklace. Okay. Um, okay. I'll say... Um, could the two of you just sort of stand... Uh, I kind of need you to stand quite close... I think I have a way of sort of clearing off some of the dust. We're clearly standing on a structure, so... All right. Well, if you don't... I I can create a wind, but I just don't want to blast you with dust. Where do you need me? Like, like close. I don't want you all getting blasted with the, the dust. Getting winded. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. And she nods and moves forward to, to stand next to him. Okay. Thank you. So I'm going to cast Warding Wind. And mm. basically what happens is like a strong wind around me in a radius is produced. Yeah, what I'll do is I will, with myself and the others, just sort of walk a little ring and just mm. kind of like, basically the wind is strong enough that any any dust would be like blown mm. outwards. Like, like yeah, this in one, the this radius. Will blow, this will clear... The radius, but also more like a larger area, considering the lower gravity, you're going to be pushing yeah. more material, and it's um, not just going to pile up at the end of the radius. It's going to travel a great distance. Yeah. So basically, I'm just trying to clear the dust from the structure. So I, I can do the spell for ten minutes, but I'm imagining it would only take, I mean, like a couple minutes, like like a minute, maybe even less, right? Like yeah. given the like. Um, so the dust will, will blow away from you, hit this curtain um, of, of rushing um, humidity air. Yeah. Right. And just get like fully blasted off into the distance, mm-hmm. like pushed out and then up. Yeah. Right away um, with the, the dust cleared. Uh, how much force is that? Is that able to like, could it say push a person? Um, is it more for like projectiles? No, it so it 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 create it would it it's strong enough that the the um it would be difficult terrain, but not so strong that it would physically be able to move a, a creature. So okay, that was my thinking right. that this particular yeah. I have a lot of ways to create wind. This is the one that creates enough wind to move <laughs> dust, but not. Yeah. Thank you, but not, (laughs) but not so much that like objects would be blown. Like only Mm -hmm. the dust, basically. All right, jokes about Harold being full of hot air aside. Yeah, (laughs) Um, 
I am being so good about not saying anything right now. So well behaved. You clear the area of dust. Hi there, it's Ross here. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. We have a mid-show message this week coming in from Mom, PhD, to Daniel and David. Unfortunately, Joe was not available this week. She's very busy preparing for some really awesome science communication initiatives. So I'm afraid you'll be stuck with me, but I am so happy to read out the message. Uh, Mom, PhD, says i'm so glad to be embarking on this cross continental adventure with you boys adventure awaits i hope you packed your spell component pouches and sleeping rolls here's hoping we see many stars wandering or not on our nights of camping and that sounds awesome i hope you all have a wonderful time just to let you know of course that we do have our special episodes with nvcdm coming up this week and next they will be to celebrate free rpg day keep an eye out on our socials because we will be posting about it there as well and don't forget to support your local game store on that day it's awesome just to go in uh, you know get a bit of community and some like-minded people as well as always don't forget that you can send your mid-show messages into the show at dndoctorates.com and you can also visit our merch page at merch.dndoctorates.com it helps keep the lights on and also help us support some up and coming artists to produce material for the show. I won't talk for too much longer. Let's get back to the action. With the dust cleared, you can see that you are definitely standing on top of a structure. Yeah. Uh, It is made out of this same metal that the, the... pillars are made out of mm-hmm. but the um hmm. actually I think possibly only Meredith will have seen this since you've spent time with the artificers Meredith mm-hmm. you've seen a, a a rare form of joining pieces of metal together which mm-hmm. the others possibly haven't which is welding pieces of metal together yeah because the amount of heat required for that is not something that the average person has really seen. Um, these 30-foot tall... Five, these 5-foot five wide, 30-foot tall, 1-foot th- thick pieces of metal have been welded upright onto the top of this structure. They aren't just like sitting here like dominoes. They have been placed and welded mm-hmm. in place. Can I go over to have a look at the joins mm-hmm. and try uh, and can, like... I'll also give some... There's some other things that, that come to light as well. Um, there are two more bodies that get uncovered. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they look to be similar in appearance to the one that you have found, Meredith, mm-hmm. with a few differences. Um, one of them... Uh, Instead of having like a triceratops head, it has more of a uh, flat, squarish head, and its tail has a club on the end of it. Mm-hmm. And another one has more of a beaked face and uh, like leathery 
um, bits of skin uh, that look like wings attached to its body where its arms are as well. Interesting. And they are both uh, wearing the same kind of clothes with these stone necklaces. Okay. I would probably go over to one of them, I suppose, to investigate. Um... Uh, the, the last piece of information I'm going to give as well is that dotted around, just kind of scattered, mm. um, partly because of the wind herald. Um, there are all these little marble-sized bits of metal mm-hmm. that that match up like the same kind of metal as the structure, just kind of scattered around. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think first I would go over to one of the corpses mm-hmm. and just investigate. Um, so I, I guess I would see the necklace... Um, and I would recognize it as a constellation, I imagine. Yeah, so you recognize these as constellations. And actually, the the type of necklace and the arrangement of the necklace, you've seen something similar in your studies. Mm. Not made out of stone, but um, made out of like other materials and not necessarily in this exact arrangement but you've seen this hyper necklace before this is the kind of thing that star druids often have yeah um looking at the constellation itself would i recognize the constellation uh so there are a number of constellations um along these like only these stones have like little dots Mm. um painted onto them and like carved into them. Uh, the constellations are similar to the ones that you're familiar with, but they're different as well. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, there's the constellation of the snake. Yeah. But it looks, it looks like it, it's the snake, but it's different. Like some of the stars they're are just, in different positions. Yeah, they're just not quite aligned exactly as I would recognize it. Yeah, you'd also see some some constellations that you aren't familiar with, mm. but only because they've chosen to draw like connect dots that you would not have connected. Mm-hmm. Like like oh, I know, I recognize that star probably, and that's probably that star. I wouldn't have thought to join those dots together and make a constellation out of those. Mm. Just like it's a different cultural thing. And do any of those constellations sort of match up with the arrangement of the pillars? Oh, they match perfectly to the pillars. Yeah. Like, the constellations on the pillars and the constellations on these stones are 100% the same. Okay. Um, so this is kind of like some sort of druidic circle thing. Yeah. I suppose I'll take the necklace. Do I see any... Is there anything else on the, the body? Um. So the one with the, the club tail will have a uh, a simple stone like obsidian dagger mm-hmm. and uh, the one with the, the beak and the the wings it seems to be holding some kind of rigor mortis like grasping onto mm-hmm. it looks to be the same kind of device that potentia found yeah okay that metal foot long tube with copper banding and obsidian disc. <gasps> Okay. Um, hmm. 
All right, I suppose I will take the dagger as well. And then I'll probably say, has anybody... I, I don't think these marble things are here by mistake. This place has been very deliberately built. Is it possible these marbles are somehow related to the function of this place? Maybe if we arrange them in a certain way or um, place them within these, uh, you know, these obelisks, we may be able to open the door. Is there space in the obelisks for them? Like, is there indentations? Well, there, yes, there are sort of these um, uh, tubes, I suppose, running through the obelisks uh, and the, 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 the light, the starlight sort of shines through. I, I, I'm wondering if we place the marbles in there, the, the starlight may activate something. I mean, these are clearly yeah. star circle druid um uh you know based on the the necklace and the iconography it would make sense that maybe the stars uh, activate something about the structure i mean it's a good theory but like how do we know what stars to activate um well i mean these these necklaces have some specific constellations on them uh i suppose we pick uh one of those um yeah. Potentia, what do you think? Potentia hasn't even seen the necklaces at this point, so she doesn't actually know what you're talking about, so she doesn't really have a response. Yeah. Like, so, you'd, 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 you'd visually see her just, like, yeah. listening to what you're saying. She doesn't have an opinion to give you. So Meredith reaches into her of, pocket and pulls out the stone necklace and passes it over to Potentia. Um, can she compare the stone necklace to, like, look at the stone necklace and then compare it to the marbles that she's seeing, mm. like, optical comparison. Um, looking at the... Give me an investigation roll. 20... Math 20. A math 20, math all right. 20. Looking at the... the necklace and the, the obelisks, you can definitely see the constellations match onto the obelisks but not all of the constellations that you have in your hand are like there are more represented on the obelisks yes so there are more on the obelisks than what are in my hand but the ones in my hand match some i can see yes right um and you like you would see potential like looking at looking at the thing looking up Mm-hmm. Like, if it's like a essentially like a bead, moving it to one side to look at the next one to work out where that one is, and you'd watch her doing yeah. this rather than saying anything about it. She's physically, manually going, this one's over there, this one's over here, that one doesn't exist, this one's over here, this one's over here. Yeah. Like, math brain has kicked in of, like, matching up the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, Harold. You said you picked up the dagger. Did you pick up the the device, the metal tube with the, the trigger and the obsidian disc? Um, did I did I see the two of them find the previous one? I think I was. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They, they they showed it to you, right? Um, and nothing up... horrible happened when they. Well, they didn't. They didn't attempt to use it. Yeah, uh, but just well, I think. But we just potentially chucked it at us at one point. But just yes. touching it didn't have any horrible effects. No. Yeah, no. I probably would pick it up and I'd probably examine it um, now that 
Um, uh, it it looks to be its its general shape is similar to that of a hand crossbow. Mm. Um, except rather than the crossbow, uh, the bow and string, there is just this foot long metal tube with some copper banding along it and an obsidian disc at one end that is the end it would uh, logically point away from you Mm -hmm. Uh, if you were to hold it in your hand there is a trigger mechanism and there is also this this dial that has a dot one line two lines and three lines and the the dial is currently set to the 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 dot hmm Are there any other markings, like any, like, runes or, like, magical markings? Uh, As you, like, turn it around in your hand, you can see that running along the barrel, kind of inset in such a way that only if you were holding it and looking down the barrel, you would see these these dots. Uh, There are 20 very small little crystals Mm. uh, that are all lit up currently. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'll take that. Um, uh, I mean, this looks like a, a weapon, no? It looks like a crossbow. Yes, but it... She waves her, her hand with the little crossbow in it. Although it sort of it, it, it sort of resembles a wand more so than a crossbow, I suppose. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of glowing gems on it, so I would say it's probably magical. Yeah, yes. Um, I, I mean, these people were fighting something, right? I mean, this looks like a scene uh, from a battle. Meredith points over to the first one and says, that one died quickly and horribly. Um, Meredith, give me a perception check. Twelve. Uh, given your examination of the first one, the Triceratops-looking one, mm-hmm. the other two seem to have died in exactly the same way. They all look like they've been stomped on. Like she struck by something. Yeah, she shudders a little bit. And, like, you can see her, like, self-consciously shifting her shoulders and, like, you know how you do that when you see somebody or read about somebody getting injured? You just, like, you kind of shudder a little bit and like you can sort of feel it a bit sympathetic pain kind of stuff yeah you can see you're kind of shrinking a little bit and doing that I mean something tells me these people were protecting this place maybe I mean there was nothing for miles around and that thing appeared out of nowhere presumably it it appeared out of this structure Maybe it's the guardian of this place. If we can find a way inside, we we might actually be able to reason with it. It didn't seem very reasonable, Harold. But think about it from its perspective. We're intruders to this place. Um, If it's trying to protect this structure, maybe it was just trying to sort of, you know, make make sure we don't damage it or something. Why did it take our friends rather than kill them, though? Yes, but it hasn't actually harmed them from what we can tell so far, right? Like, it is completely possible that it's just... It, it, as far as it's concerned, we are intruders and a danger to it, and it's it's acting in self-defence. If if we can talk to it, but, maybe, we can... 
I mean, I mean, I see your point, but it still doesn't make an awful lot of sense as to why they would take our friends rather than defend against them. If it's like, why would it take itself, them? But if it's defended itself before and killed other people, yeah, it looks around or other persons, then why would it just take them now? Well, what's how, different now? How did yeah. it? How did it have access to this place? Oh, I think it's definitely related somehow, but it just, it's not quite adding up that neatly in my brain. I mean, remember, we attacked it without, without, you know, like it, it really hurt me badly. It could have done that to the other three. It did not. It captured yeah, so them. Yeah, so why? Well, like I said, maybe it sees them as a threat, you know, it, we, but we attacked it and then it defended itself. It's quite possible this thing is not actually openly hostile, just mm. just trying to defend this place that perhaps it's... I mean, who knows how long it's been here? I mean, these... You said, Meredith, these things have been here a very long time. A very long time. I mean, it... And how would you would know that the, the, the stars to be in the right position that this place has to be millions of years old? I mean... The structure. I know... Yeah. I also mean, a couple of generations, okay. I know from my studies that, you know, star druids have been... The, the, the guardians of this sort of knowledge for a very long time. Th these things, you know, they resemble the thing that we just saw. It's possible that these things are, you know, maybe it's the last of whatever these people are. Maybe. I mean... It still doesn't make sense though, Harold. There's still something not sitting right in my brain. But I mean, look where we are. Like, would you, would you expect any living being to, to show up here? You would know of dinosaurs from fossils. Yeah. But mm. none of you have ever seen a living dinosaur before. Yeah, yeah. fair. Um, Harold would have heard tales that there are in distant places of the world still dinosaurs that, that are alive and, and roam. Um, but they're in far-off lands. Mm -hmm. Does the necklace look like it would... Uh, activate the locking mechanism. The the stones appear to be polished and smooth, but too big to have fit into the rectangular slit. Right. The rectangular slit was um quite narrow. It's like, like a like a male slit. Like it's not it's not big. Mm -hmm. It was it was it was only like not even half an inch, like a quarter of an inch wide. You could barely fit your sword into it. Yeah. Do can Meredith just kind of look at the dagger that Harold's picked up and yep. say, "I wonder if that would fit." Well, I mean, it's worth a try, I suppose. Uh, and I will. The dagger appears to be made of a single piece of stone that has been chipped and sharpened mm -hmm. um, to to be created, uh, and it would be too big. Mm -hmm. Okay. Eh, it was worth a shot. It appears to be a piece of dagger a piece of stone that has been chipped and sharpened attached to what looks like bone with just some um like thread mm. it actually it appeared like looking at these these creatures these these humanoid corpses what they're wearing seems actually very primitive they're, mm -hmm. they're in like very simple leathers um with stone tools the the thing that that stands out as being strange is these uh metallic tube device these these devices they're holding 
and where you are. So, the thing that I don't understand right now is that all of this manufacture that we're looking at around here, it's all like really high tech in Firamustus. Like Lanwin's only just started using, and she kind of points to the um, the kind of you can see those like metal droplets of um, where weldings happened. Mm. And she was like, Lanwin was just telling me about this. I think he called it welding, where you you know you mold bits of metal under really high temperatures and and um, and and like mesh stick them together. Like it's. It's pretty new. This is millions of years old. Like, I mean, well, maybe putting the pieces together. We know that our planet, uh, actually, we wouldn't have that word. We know that our world isn't the only one, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we saw those wandering stars. They're another world just like our own. And we managed yeah. to travel here. Who's to say that millions of years ago or tens of thousands of years ago, some creatures from another of these worlds traveled here and created the structure? I just, I don't know that it was them. And she points to the people that were on the, that are on the ground. Like they've got stone tools. They've, they're not. But then these I don't know, devices they don't seem, seem quite like... advanced that they have, so... Yeah, it doesn't match. Like, none of this is adding up in a logical way. None of it. I mean, I would say whatever answers we need are inside this place. Uh, so we really need to find a way to get inside But none of the information that we have here friends. is helping us find a way inside. She kind of, like, pulls at her hair a little bit and is... Just like looking around herself in frustration. Has Potentia found anything in her sort of wanderings around other than this slit that would indicate any other ways to get inside or any other logical connections between the the necklace she's holding in her hand and the obelisks? Um, give me an investigation roll. Uh, 13 plus 6, so 19. Um, given that these obelisks have been attached to the structure in, um, in some cases on like the periphery of like the circle Mm. in a bit of a, like in your opinion, um, some of the welds look a little unprofessional, like they look Ad ad hoc and messy. Yeah. Um, and... Like given that these were placed here and how seamless and smooth that door mechanism is, it doesn't look like the obelisks connect to the door. She's going to wander back to the group and just say, whilst the obelisks appear interesting and seem to connect to these, and she just sort of waves the necklace around, like, indicatively, I don't know that that's going to actually help us get inside. Well, you also potentially now spotted that Harold has this other arcane-looking device that yeah. you did not detect earlier. I mean, all we really know is that these three creatures met their end here. Um, 
and wherever, you know, this thing, this place itself is beyond anything that we could create on our world currently. And I still think it was beyond these guys as well. I don't think they're the ones that made this at all. It's quite possible. I mean, the, the, these creatures could be the invaders, of course, as well. Uh, what have you found, Potentia? Anything helpful? Nothing other than to be able to say that these obelisks do not appear to have anything to do with the door. The, this slit is the key, right? I mean, we have to find a way to activate it to open the door. It has to be, right? I suppose my worry is that if there is a key to get into this place... Um, potentially that key is inside and now the door is closed. For the first time looking at Meredith, you can kind of see that she, you can see like the, the beginnings of like despair sort of Mm. crinkling around her, the edges of her eyes. And you can kind of see that she's trying really hard to hide it, but she's not. She's not her usual kind of like breezy, ah, she'll be right sort of self. She's looking around her and she's like, I have no idea what to do. None. Not a clue. And she's like opening and closing her mouth a little bit. And she's like, we're, we're stuck here, aren't we? Well, the thing is, is there, there has to be a way in. Uh, if, we can't, if we can't open the door, then we'll have to force our way in, destroy it somehow. But how? There's. We've tried the sword. The sword doesn't work. None of these people look like they have any idea how to get in. Maybe that's why they died here. They just ended up just not being able to leave. And and. I I understand that, Meredith. I'm I'm just not ready to give up just yet. I'm sure between the three of us, we've faced much worse situations than this. I think I think between us we can find a way. She closes her eyes and kind of takes a deep, steadying breath. And you can see that she's like, okay, okay. Yeah, we got this. We can do this. We're stuck on the moon. We have no way to find our friends and the person who can get us back. But we'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> so, Ben, this structure is made of metal, right? Yes. Mm. Um, it's made of this very, like, it's a dull metal. It almost appeared like a, a black slate stone, but it's it, it is definitely metallic. Even mm. she's seen Harold holding the other tube thing. Mm-hmm. She pull it out of her bag and have a look at it and see if she can figure out a way that this would interact with anything she's seen around the door, or like without turning it on. Mm. Give me an investigation roll. Twenty one. It doesn't seem to match up to the door in any way, but the barrel like width mm. diameter of this device does seem to match up pretty closely to the holes. Like they do seem to fit pretty closely. Yeah. Can you, so what the other C is probably her with, again, without turning anything on, just like match, trying to match that up to make sure that they would fit one inside the other. Like. Uh, it looked, so the barrel's probably a little bit wider than the hole, but they match up very close in terms of diameter to diameter. So it doesn't fit inside, but it does match up size-wise. Yes. Like that it would come to rest. On it. On it. Yeah, she's not making a secret about this being something she's doing. Mm-hmm. So the others can be embroiled in their conversation, but she's probably doing that to a couple of them to make sure that they marry up. Yeah, spending some time to, to look at these holes and look and with the context of this device, they do seem to match up almost exactly, actually, 
for all of them. Okay. That's probably going to take us some time, so yeah, I don't know what else others are doing, but she's going to be musing on that while she's just checking that they all make sense, and then if any don't match up, comparing those as to whether they are ones that match with the symbols on the necklace like she's sort of juggling a couple of things but looking um at... well given that these pillars are 30 feet tall you can't reach all of them no sorry they're all the ones she can reach yeah. yeah um yeah they do seem to to match up like, like you're walking around trying all of them yep that everything i can reach here matches walk to the next pillar yep they all seem to match next pillar meredith has gone back to the door and she's um like rested a hand against it and is trying to put some pieces together in her brain um, and she looks up at Potentia and she's like hey Potentia do you do you reckon you could get all wizard um, fiery explosion-y on this door do you reckon that'd do anything She looks across at Meredith and just says, no, and goes back to what she's doing. Hmm. Meredith, like, narrows her eyes a little bit and she's like, you're not even going to try? I mean, what have we got to lose right now? You see potential, like, not stiffen, but that, like, that physical reaction to something where you're like, no, no," but without going fully tense in a, like, fight or flight type way. Um... Just just turns back and very, very calmly says, Not after last time. What last time? Like staring you down. The last time she used Big Fiery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is Meredith asking because she's forgotten. Because fire and potential have just like melded into one in her brain, right? She's like, What do you mean after what happened last time? Um, Meredith, give me a intelligence check. Yeah, you see her eyes like. Is she's staring you down, being like, don't, don't. Uh, 15. You you think back and you've had a couple of interactions with Potentia mm-hmm. of, of late. And actually, thinking about it, she hasn't used any fire magic. Not at all. Not mm-hmm. since the bridge. You can kind of see her her mouth form a little oh and um and she nods in understanding and then she says Okay. Okay, no fire. What about I what can about try the, and break it again. Yeah, what about what about ice? Um That seemed to work really well on the um on the dinosaur. So potential's gonna sort of how far away from the door are the others at the moment? Uh, I'm right at it, so I can move. Yeah, but Harold's still with the, the corpses. Which is how far? Uh, just... Over 30 feet. Okay. Um, Potentia's just going to look at Meredith and just say, move. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, yes, and she go- walks up to stand next to Potentia. Um Potentia's going to cast Shatter on the door. Mm-hmm. Again. 
Uh, well, I'm gonna roll a check Do, for the door. Does it get a con save? It's a door. <laughs> um, I no, I guess roll damage. Just roll damage. Like, <laughs> yeah. Door doesn't get to resist. Yeah, it, I was gonna so. say. I'm pretty sure objects don't get. get um, yeah, yeah. It, it says a non-magical. Well, it depends. I guess it's it's yeah. Mm. If it does, it gets disadvantage, but it's not a creature, so yeah. Where's my other deep eight? Uh, that's five and six and three is 14. Okay. You cast Shatter on this door and uh, there's a like a noticeable like hiss sound, like the sound of like a, almost like a kettle, just like sound, kettle boiling. And it's, uh, the door has been cracked apart like it's not it, it's not matchy matchy anymore um, um and you to can be see clear that crack. would affect anything in a 10 foot radius to say the middle of the door because that's probably where she's actually casted at is the middle of what the sliding plates is yep 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 um the door is it doesn't like fall open but it's definitely not in a good way anymore you've definitely damaged something with it all right well you've shattered the door Anyone who wants to try and pull the door apart, give me a strength check, please. Or athletics would be the better one. Potentia's not going near the door at the moment. She needs a minute. Mm. All right, then. Harold, come give me a hand. All right. Uh, yeah, I will assist Meredith. The tiny halfling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Halfling strength. Roll it. Woo! Minus one. Here we go. Do I get advantage? Yes. Yeah, because Harold's helping All right, you. that's good, because I just rolled a two, so that was a one. Oh, no, that's an eight. Um, I'm so strong. You you pry it open enough that you can see into the room. Not enough to get in properly. Uh, you'd probably have to make another check to fully push it open. You can see that there is a... It's a small... Uh, it's a small room with another doorway that leads off. Um, on the inside uh, section of like Meredith there's enough space for you to pop your head into and have mm-hmm. a look around uh, it's dimly lit by these strips of light that would be the ceiling of this room um, but it's below you currently there's a ladder that leads down to the floor 10 feet below you mm-hmm. um and you can see there is another doorway that, like, there's a, a window on that door with light pouring through the window, um, like more light than currently you have in this room. Uh, on the under where Carol's feet would be inside the structure, there appears to be a latch mechanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you can just about reach. All right, I'm going to try and um, open it up with the latch. Okay. Uh, you, you reach your arm in, reach out and pull the latch, and there's a, a def- like some resistance and then a click, and 
uh, you don't fall, but you do feel the door like give and like slide a little bit more. Yeah, I think I think I think I got it. <laughs>